Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Thursday, January 19. Let's jump into today's top stories. California Assemblyman Chris Holden, a Democrat from Pasadena, introduced the College Athlete Protection Act, which would require the state's colleges and universities to share a percentage of revenue with athletes participating in football, men's basketball, and women's basketball. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger reports that payment amounts would be based on how much revenue the programs earn each year. The bill also, per Dellinger, tethers a portion of an athlete's pay to graduation, does not consider athletes employees of their universities, requires schools to provide medical care and scholarships for athletes after their eligibility, and, in a severe penalty, calls for the suspension of athletic directors for at least three years if they cut roster spots, reduce scholarship amounts or discontinue sports programs. According to the bill, athletes are capped at $25,000 a year in payments, but any excess money, it could be hundreds of thousands, would be placed into a trust so players can earn the funds upon completion of their degree. From the time they are college eligible, they'd have six years to graduate or forfeit the funds. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov tells the Mercury News' John Wilner the decision to relocate the Pac-12 Network studio from San Francisco to San Ramon will result in millions of dollars in additional money that will be distributed to our members on an annual basis. Additionally, the new production facility will allow us to continue to produce live events and additional programming at a world-class level. While the league has not disclosed the terms of its new lease, Wilner does some back-of-the-napkin math. The PAC-12's most recent financial disclosures, for the 2021 fiscal year, show an occupancy expense of approximately $7 million for the San Francisco office. The cost of the San Ramon facility isn't publicly known, but a random search for Bishop Ranch commercial property on the website PropertyShark.com shows office space available, for $3.65 per square foot per month. The PAC-12 has leased 42,000 square feet. That works out to $1.8 million annually in rent, an approximate savings for the conference of $5.2 million, excluding the one-time costs associated with the move. The duration of the lease is not known. But if, for example, the Pac-12 plans to sign a five-year media rights deal and the agreement with Bishop Ranch tracks with that timeframe, the difference potentially could reach $25 million over the contract cycle. Yahoo is reporting that a negotiated resolution between Michigan and the NCAA broke down this week after the NCAA demanded that Wolverines football head coach Jim Harbaugh admit he lied to investigators. According to Yahoo, Harbaugh has acknowledged that four Level 2 violations occurred and apologized but refuses to sign any document or publicly state that he was ever untruthful with enforcement staff. Harbaugh reportedly contends that he didn't recall certain events when speaking with investigators, but insists he never intentionally misled NCAA investigators. ESPN's Pete Thamel confirms Yahoo's reporting and notes, this means Michigan faces the belabored proceedings of an NCAA case, with the specter of Harbaugh's expected multi-game suspension likely looming over the start of the 2024 season. There's little chance that NCAA enforcement can execute the case prior to the start of the 2023 season. Per CBS's Dennis Dodd, should an early exit by Texas and Oklahoma from the Big 12 be agreed upon, the negotiated financial penalties associated with those departures would be utilized to aid the conference's expansion. Those monies would help make whole the eight legacy Big 12 programs whose media rights payouts are being diluted to help fund the arrival of the league's four newest members. Former Commissioner Bob Bowlesby tells Dodd that money for the four new schools 
has to come from someplace so the other members have to take a dilution as a result of it. That's the only place to go get the money, but in the end, whatever the conference gets out of OU and Texas in exit fees and makes on the grant of rights will likely go to reimburse the schools, it likely will balance itself out pretty well. Notre Dame men's basketball head coach Mike Bray announces he will step away from the program at the end of the season. Fighting Irish AD Jack Swarbrick says, Mike and I have talked often in recent years about a future transition in the program's leadership, and during our most recent conversation we reached the mutual conclusion that the end of this season represented the right time. That Mike is the winningest coach in the 119-year history of Notre Dame men's basketball speaks to his skill, as a teacher of the game. His even greater legacy, however, lies in his achievements as an educator and mentor of the young men who played for him. In that sense, he represents this university as well as any coach I have worked with during my time at Notre Dame. And for that reason, I look forward to working with Mike to define his future role within Notre Dame Athletics. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Thursday, January 19th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.